Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better get Come on, do your thing, Big Daddy. 
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, I got one. Uh, and uh, I got a message for you today, too. Something I was thinking about that might help you along the way. The thing I appreciate about so many people that I learned from, Bishop Jakes, Kenneth Olmer, Donnie McClurkin, Kirk Franklin, Joel Osteen, I can't tell you, and many more than that. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm naming, you know, famous people because I know you know these names, but my father, who you never met, was so great in my development as a man, but my mother, Lord have mercy, my mother, she taught me about faith. She gave me the things I needed to know about what I speak about every day. That basis was given to me by her. So so many great people. But here's the thing that I've had to learn. And that is that if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. See, I, I can't tell you how many people don't really pay attention to that close enough. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. How many times... Have we as people allowed God to get us through something, get us beyond something, get us over something, get us through something, and then even after its completion, we sit there and we dwell on it and we dwell on it to the point where it becomes an anchor around our neck and we can't move on. We can't move on because we just won't let it go. It's done. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. Stop harboring on the past. Stop hanging on to every time you fail. Stop hanging on to every time you slipped up and messed up. Stop hanging on to every time you didn't get it right. So what? Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody messes up. Everybody don't get it right. Everybody struggling with something. You ain't the only one. But my God, man, if God got you through it, it's done. Move on. What you hanging on to it for? That's why he got it, got you through it. So you can move on from it. See, a lot of things that happen to us that we think are negative or, or bad experience, these are lessons in what not to do. This is a, a, a way to have a now a bearing on Look out for it the next time. You got me once, you can't get me again. I'm telling you, man, if God got you through it, it's done, move on. You have got to move on. I use this analogy all the time. I'm going to add a little bit to it. Bishop Jakes told me you cannot drive your car looking in the rearview mirror. See, you know what your rearview mirror is actually for in your car? Your rearview mirror is designed. After I pass a car and I want to merge into that lane or I want to make another move, I look up in the rearview mirror and all I use it for, it shows me that I've gotten past it. I've gotten past the vehicle I was passing and I got enough room now clear to make my next move. 
That's what I use my rearview mirror for. I use my rearview mirror to just glance up every now and then to see what's coming up on me. That's all I use it for. Listen to me real close now. Your rearview mirror on your car is after you're passing something or you're passing by something, you can look up in the rearview mirror and it lets you know you passed it. You're beyond it. It's clear now. It's in the past. You no longer have to deal with it as the car that was in front of you blocking your way. You have passed it. You look up in the mirror. You've cleared it. Now, if you want to switch lanes, you could slide on over. You got room. But that rearview mirror also lets you see if anything is coming up on you. And you just need to glance because if you moving forward, Ain't a whole lot can come up on you. You're just glancing every now and then. And it reminds you that you got through something and you got beyond something. That's what the rearview mirror for. Now let's talk about that windshield. Why you think that windshield so big on your car? That's the biggest window on your car. You know why the windshield so big? Because it's where you're going. Because even the automobile makers want you to have a wide view of where you're going. So you can see what's up ahead. They put lights on the car at night so you can have night vision and see what's up ahead. But you can, uh, uh, uh-oh, man, uh uh-oh, see? Now, why is that? Look, think about that now before I move forward with this one. Think about that windshield, man. Why is that windshield so big? So you can see where you're going. It's way more important where you're going than where you've been. Don't you see that? That's why the rearview mirror is so small, because it is nowhere near as important as it is as to where you're going. Where you've been just allows you to take a glance so you can make sure you cleared it, so you can see if there's room enough for you to make your next move, so you can know that you've gone through it and go ahead on about your business. But that windshield, that windshield is for vision. A man without a dream or vision shall perish. That windshield is for somebody going somewhere. That windshield is for somebody up there trying to make another move. I'm going to go right. I'm going to left. I'm going to get off on this exit. I'm going to take this detour. I'm going to handle this sign. There's a new route. There's only uh, so many miles left to go. That's what the windshield got. Let me tell you something, man. When you see a mile sign, you're driving on the freeway, you're on the interstate, and you let's say you're driving to a particular city, and you see a sign that says that city is 38, uh, 138 miles away. That lets you know where you're going and you're on the right path. Now, if you keep looking in the rearview mirror, you'll never know how close you are. You'll never know because you're driving your car, looking in the rearview mirror. You all on the shoulder. You hear them rocks up under your car. You done scared yourself to death because you know why? Because you keep looking in the rearview mirror. Get out the rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. So what? He don't love you no more. And man, let's move on. If God got you through it, it's done. Move on. God got something for you. If you get out your rearview mirror and get up in that windshield, God's got something for you up ahead. But you can't see what's up ahead because you in that rearview mirror. If God got you through it, it's done. Let's move on. Come on, y'all. Don't let the past beat you up. That's the ingredients in the cake.
You done made that already. That's done. Let's go. God, look in the windshield. See what God probably got something new for you. If you get out the rearview mirror and look, open up your eyes and see. All right, let's go today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for us to recognize, give honor, and full credit. You could throw in some glory, too, to the one and only who has done it again and again and again and done it like no other. I'm talking about the greatest of all time. There is none greater before or after. He stands alone. He is that dude. Awesome ain't really big enough to describe. I'm out of words. There are no superlatives for this. He's simply God. Capital G, capital O, capital D. You ain't got nothing top that. Bet you don't. Ladies and gentlemen, he has done it again. Put your hands together. Come on, clap it up. Clap it up, everybody. Put your hands together. Clap it up. Okay, don't clap if you want to, okay? He's sitting here. He watching. Oh, you ain't got time to give him a round of applause? Okay, cool. Okay, sit there with your honor yourself. Mess around, have a little quick breathing. Okay? I'm just telling you about little stuff you need him for. All that ass sipping you doing. You do know that's him. Ask anybody that's had a heart attack or a stroke how important it is to just be able to take nice breaths. Ask anybody. You know how many people he done saved from a stroke? How many people he done brought back from a heart attack? Man, God in the healing business. It's Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Frill, Mississippi Monica Jr., government name Kill Space, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Junior, I'm scared to ask you what's going on today. <laughs> no, 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 I just got a simple question, huh? I just got a simple oh, well, question. Oh, here we go. Here we go. That, yeah. See, that's what you okay. need to do more often. Yeah. Because you need to quit going in there by yourself. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Okay. I've done that. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to make it. I'm listening. Uh, I got a simple question, Matt. Uh, this is my first Father's Day. I keep hearing you and Thomas yeah. say it ain't worth it. Yeah. Uh, do I ha- should I be expecting anything? Lower. Sir? Listen to me. I can tell you this right now. Huh? Lower sp- all your expectations. <laughs> what you mean, lower all of them? Lower anything you thinking about Father's Day. This your first Father's Day. Uh-huh. Me and Tommy been doing this for years. I done had 40 Father's Days. What are you expecting, Junior? What are you I don't for? remember now one of them. Well, I was expecting, Tommy. I was expecting, uh, like, uh, you know, everybody come over, everybody fly in for me, everybody for come you? in. That's what you thought? What? Dog. You think somebody can buy a plane ticket to come see you? That's hey, you dog. Think? Hey, dog. For Father's Day? Dog, are you crazy? Dog, you ain't been a father but one year. You ain't even been a, you ain't even been a father a whole year yet. You but might want to come hang out with me in an earthquake. You might want to do that. You might want to go on <laughs> Dog, you better buy you a ticket and go somewhere. All them, all them people in the fly and see you for what? For Father's Day? For what? So, mm-hmm. so no, not. <laughs> so I have told you, listen to me. Listen to me. Lower all your expectations for Father's Day. Oh, get over here and get in this damn line with me and Tommy. Get this card and act like you like it. Brand new wood or cow on it. Have a dog barking on it. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, (laughs) we'll hear from the nephew, who's also a father, as we run that prank back right after this. You're listening 
to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Another weeknight, leftovers, the usual TV shows, boring. Hey, it's Shirley Strawberry here to tell you, don't let that happen to your evening. Grab a Seagram's Escapes instead and sip into something more flavorful. Try exotic flavors like Seagram's Escapes, Jamaican Me Happy, a delicious blend of tropical guava, sweet strawberries, refreshing lemons, and juicy watermelon flavors. Turn the ordinary into the extraordinary with Seagram's Escapes and make happiness happen. Flavored malt beverages, enjoy responsibly the Seagram's Room Beverage Company, Rochester, New York, used under license. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us today, Neff? Why can't I go out with my work wife and enjoy a good lunch without you interrupting? Ah. To, 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 to these husbands out there that's calling doing lunch, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> okay. But what do you want? What is, what is it that can't wait till she gets home? What is it? <laughs> This one out. What is it that you just have to say in that one out? <sighs> Jeez, Ooh, they getting on your on. nerves. He getting on your nerves. Yes. Let's go. Let's go, cat dog. Uh, he probably going to call in the middle of this. Let's go. Hello? Hey, I'm trying to speak to, uh, I'm trying to speak to Alan. Yeah, this is Alan. Who is this? Hey, Alan. Yo, this is Derek, man. Check this out, bro. Uh, you, you are Rachel's, uh, Rachel's husband, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my baby. What's up? Something wrong? No, 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 no. I work, this, like I said, this is Derek, man. I work with your wife, Rachel. Right. You, you, so you're a supervisor or something? I mean, you just about work or something? I mean, she's doing a good job and everything. She ain't better to no, get No, 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 no. Everything's straight, man. Ain't nothing wrong with the job. Everything's cool with the job. This, this right here, man, is, like, it, what I know this man, and, it's, you know, it just seems like every single day, you know, while she's on her lunch break, uh-huh. it seems like, you know, you would call and and and, uh, and then block up the whole hour of her lunch break. And actually, you know, just be real, man, I'm just trying to come correct with you. It just seems like you just cut in on all the time that I have that I have with her. Well, you know well, what I'm saying? Well, whoa, 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 hold, hold, hold up, homie. Hold up, hold up, bro. Wait, you, what the f- you doing at lunch with my lady, son? No, no, like I say, we, you know, we just we just spending time, you know, doing lunchtime. But it just seems so rude, you know that rude, rude, time, rude. You, you, okay. First of all, that's my lady. Okay, I can call her whenever the I feel like calling her. That's I pay for that phone bill. I bought that iPhone five. I can get calling whenever, please. All right. Secondly, you ain't got no business being with a married woman alone at lunch. This ain't no date. Y'all supposed to be at work. No, no we are at work. We, co- we Like I say, we co-workers, you know? But here, it seems like half the whole time I'm sitting in front of her, you know, we're supposed to be having lunch together, and, and she's talking to you the whole time. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Okay, what, what, what's your name again, bro? My name's Derek. Derek, Derek, all right, Derek, you work at the same building now? Okay, you, you at work right now, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm here at the job. I mean, y'all work in the same flow, because I'm finna come see you. You seem about to jump off way, way <laughs> different for you, straight up. Okay, so, no, let, let me ask you something, man. What is the big deal... I'm just trying to. Okay, you act like you don't see her. You act like you don't see her when she get home. You know, so so why is it so important that you waste a whole hour of lunchtime holding her? It ain't wasted. I ain't wasting my. I'm talking to my lady. Okay, you understand that? Why don't you go out there and get? And then you ain't got to worry about sitting up in front of my lady. That's my wife. I walk down the aisle with that. We got kids. We got a house. We take care of this. She help me hold it down. And this you 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 ain't. You know, it's like you. You don't ever want to come in and do, but they got. They always want to come in and somebody else wife and. Why don't you do this? Take 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 this advice and see what it works. How it works for you. Go to the club, church, library, grocery store, wherever the 
find your that, and you get you a chick, you date her for a minute, you court her for a minute, you romance her for a minute. That's what real men do. You know what I'm saying? That's what I did. That's how I got my my Rachel. That's the that's my heart. You trying to sit up there in front of lunch with her every day for the past year? <laughs> I tell you what, bro. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow, but soon. Soon, you're going to see me. Me and you going to have none of this phone conversation. This going to be a face-to-face. Hey, hey you. dude, dude. All, all of, hey, man. What? I ain't trying to come between y'all at all. No, all you know, Okay, like I'm saying, I'm not trying to come between y'all. I'm just saying it's every day you call it, man. What do you want? That's wife supposed to talk to every guy day. That's what a real do. You don't know about that because you, you ain't no real All you know about is trying to holler at some street. You don't know what it is to put in work like a real man do to actually hold down a home, pay the bills, everything, the family, the kids, and fixing the yards and fences. and You don't know nothing about that. All you know about is being a roach. Wife can't even go to work without like you trying to step to her and don't make no goddamn but that's okay. Like I promise you, I'm going to be there. You're going to see me and I'm going to see you. You know, I'll tell you what, this is how this going to go. It may not be tonight, but it's definitely not going to go past tomorrow. Between now and then, you're going to see me, and I'm going to see you, and I can't... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say, say, you what what'd, you, what'd you say? Sorry, man, it's gonna, I will come see your by tomorrow, son. Me and you, Derek. That's your name, right? Derek? My, my, name, my, my name is Derek, yes. I'm a, you going to always want to be both smiley face and my wife's face. I'm going to deal with Rachel's when I see her. You can please believe that. Please believe that. Talk to her about her little friend at lunch and like that. How the get my number anyway, man? I got your number out of Rachel's phone, but that's besides the point, man. What the about my phone, my Y'all ain't that cool. I don't think, I, I ain't never heard of no Darius before today. And all of a sudden, you calling me talking about you was at lunch every day with my wife and you got no, no, it's, no, it's a friendly lunch date is what it is. Friendly, 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 I, I, know, I know about you. how you is do friendly. I know about all that. You ain't fooling me. I know like you who prey on married women all the time because they like you. But that, like I said, it's going to change. I promise you. Okay, Doug, here's, here's what you don't know. What you don't know is, is, is Tommy, Tommy be pushing up on them more than me. Tommy, Tommy, who the who the Tommy, Tommy is always pushing up on her. Tommy the one you need to be worried about. You have Tommy. Who the, who the Tommy any Dog, dog, dog. Nephew Tommy, man. Check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife, Rachel, got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't believe y'all did this me, man. Oh, man. I'm going to come down and <laughs> You all right, man? Man, I am now. <laughs> I was gonna, ooh, well, you don't know, I was gonna burn that building down. You don't even know. <laughs> hey, all right, Pete, Pete, Tommy, this, this is my prediction. Somebody gonna <laughs> you up. For real. <laughs> y'all, you just you play too much, man. Y'all tripping. Uh, hey, man, check it out. You gotta tell me this, man. What is the baddest radio show in the lane? Only the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nephew. Coming up next, <laughs> ask the CLO.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest will be comedian and actor Jay Farrow. Jay is starring in the brand new movie, The Blackening, and he's coming on to tell us all about it for the first time. That's at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey. All right, this one's from Hamina in Southfield. Hamina writes, my son was playing football, but his coach wouldn't put him in the game because I didn't want to date him. I told my son father and he told me to go on one date with his guy with this guy so our son can play is he nuts or should i do it for my son mm. your son still ain't gonna play mm. he's not good you huh, think dog? your son ain't you think your son ain't in the game because you ain't going to date he wasn't in the game before he had before the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah your boy cold. wasn't in there your boy wasn't in the game <laughs> now your raggedy ass husband talking about going to date so your son can play. He should have spent more time with the boy turning him into a ball player. Now you want to do, you going to fix it, get you a little participation trophy by have you dating a man. You ain't got to go out with this man. Take your man out, take your son out of football. It ain't what he do. Mm. It ain't what he do. That's all done now, son. Now listen to me. Stop all this here. Your boy ain't a football player. That's all to it. Another sport maybe, Steve? Just, just no. go do something else. Like can't what? play football. Can't do Put your boy on the debate team. Okay. Okay. You went from right. football to debate. <laughs> yeah. If you can't play, what you want us to do? No. Yeah. So what you want? What you want? Baseball, try something. Football hard. That ain't what your boy do. Now you going to got to go date the coach so this little boy can get some playing time. He didn't wasn't getting no playing time for the man asked you out. You know what you're going to have cold. to do for this boy to get on this on this field? Girl, you know what kind of date this going to have to be for this boy to make the home? For this boy to come come out the hood with run a plate with his number? Yeah. No, listen to me. You Take your boy out of football. Your boy can't play football. Next question, Shelly. All right, all right. Shelly in the DR says, I met a man, Shelly in the DR says, I met a man shortly after I moved here, and he spends most of his time here, but he works in the States. Um... When he is in Florida working, I barely hear from him. Is this because he's married, or is he really so busy that he can't answer my calls? Mm-hmm. Huh, he, he, what What do you think he was doing before he came to the DR? Mm-hmm. Who, who are these people that y'all meet that y'all think ain't got no history, no background, no luggage? Mm-hmm. He in Florida. Mm-hmm. He got full-blown situation going on in Florida. You thought because he met you at the DR... That he had just unplugged his whole life in Florida. Little girl, lady, however old you are, smell the coffee, cause mm. it's roasted. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never heard that before. <laughs> I ain't never said it before, Junior. I don't even know where it came from. It just came to you in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's just brilliance. Just, it's just, it's kind of like Tommy stupidity. Yeah. Brilliance. Oh. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, yeah. yeah, just come out. Yeah. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, all right. Moving on to Princess in Flint. Princess says, my husband jumped on my brother because he slept with one of my husband's ex-girlfriends. My family is mad, and they want me to be mad. He wouldn't have gotten beaten up if he didn't brag about it. What's right is right. Why should I be mad? Why is your husband jumping on your brother 
for dating an ex-girlfriend. Come on. on. Why is your husband concerned about his ex-girlfriend? How stupid are you and your rabbit-ass family? What is you mad at this? What is you mad at the brother for? Exactly. The brother bragged about he slept with your husband's ex-girlfriend. So? But now you mad at the brother and the family. What? You ain't you ain't mad at your husband for getting a fight over an ex? I wish I would. Uh-huh. I wish I would. What what I look like fighting? What? I know. Uh, because crazy. somebody slept with my ex, I'm gonna jump on him. Man, please, man, I invite anybody to That's go to, to, right to yeah. go get involved in this. Go ahead, please. Yeah. Let me know how it worked for you. <laughs> <laughs> family is on the brother side because mm-hmm. they're mad. Mm-hmm. They're mad yeah. at the husband. They're not mad. Which is stupid. they're mad at the husband for beating up the. But she ain't though. But no, she she's ain't. not mad no, at her husband. Yeah. She says her brother should have been bragging. No, look, lady, bragging about it. Why mm-hmm. is your husband beating up your brother? for sleeping with his ex. Exactly. That's the problem right what? there. Why Why? Did, why is he even supposed to care or gripe? Right, yes, right, right, he's married right, to you Steve. now. Yeah. Why is Man, he fighting over his ex Lady, what's wrong with you? How you writing this letter? What he been doing to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. God, no. Congratulations, dog. Because you putting it on her. You got her brain all twisted up. Yeah. He can't do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, last one, Steve. Last one. This is from Dana in Durham. Dana writes, I'm 44 years old, and I have a roommate that is a man. It's hard for me to explain to men that my roommate and I are platonic friends. Why are men so insecure about other men? Because we know question. what's on other men's mind. If it's on one man's mind, how the hell it ain't crossed the other man's mind? Now, this dude that might be liking you, but now you got a 44-year-old roommate. How he don't like you? Mm-hmm. See, everybody else... When last time you had a roommate, though? When last time you had a roommate? What are you doing with a roommate at 44? <laughs> what is you done got yourself into that you can't pay for by your damn self? <laughs> but you done went and got a 44-year-old man, and you think that ain't supposed to raise eyebrows? So you mean to tell me that this 44-year-old man... Let me ask you something. You think if you sitting up in there watching TV and you got a negligee on... Mm. You, don't, you don't think when he come in, he's going to try to sit down and watch roommate. TV, too? Oh, your that roommate. finna come out, buddy. You, 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 don't, you don't think he finna sit down and try to watch TV just to see what's happening? Oh, y'all friends, but guess what, though? He don't really want to be your friend. Matter of fact, he hoping. He hoping you ask him to slide on across the hall. He done been, mm. he done been, he done been pacing up down that hall so many nights, you don't even know. Oh, he, he done peeped know. in the room, dog. He done peeped in the no, room. I'm going to tell you right now. He, be, he been in the bathroom smelling yeah. your washcloth, all kind of stuff. <laughs> what in the world? No, I'm just telling you. No, 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 All no, in no, her no. dirty clothes. No, no. Unnecessary questions. How you him out? Hold on, hold on. You don't know how many times you done came home, he had food fixed for you, too. Yeah. How many times he done came in and bought you something, too? Jesse. Mm. Just in case. How many times Man. has he tried to give you a live demonstration of the type of man he is? I bet mean, he fixing up around the house, and taking out the trash. You ain't took out the trash since she was been in your room. It's going to happen sooner or later. Man. <laughs>
But uh, 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 Beverly, when when rent due? And it's the fifteenth. He know damn well. Unnecessary question. He try to get in. <laughs> yeah. When rent due? Got you. So now, why you. are men so it's insecure? Because we know how men are. We are all a certain way. That's what that makes us insecure. men. It's just that you know men, because you're a man. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, uh, our friend, stand-up comedian and actor Jay Farrow will be in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, everybody. We got our very, very special guest on the show. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a bad man. He's an actor. He's a master impressionist. Uh, he was a cast member on Saturday Night Live for six years. But since then, he's been doing television, movies. His newest project is called The Blackening. It's a horror comedy movie. It's coming out right in time for Juneteenth, and he's joining us to tell us more about it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just get to it. A funny man, a comedian, a master impressionist. Put your hands together for the one and only Jay Fowl. Yes, sir. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, man. Man, what's happening? What's happening? Blessings in the morning, blessings in the morning, blessings. That's all I got to say. A lot of blessings. A lot of blessings. A lot of blessings. first time on the show, man. Yeah, I know. I, that's 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 surprising. Cause God dang it, I know. I, I know. Uh, we didn't. <laughs> I know you. You always. You always show me love. Put my clips up. So God dang, it's about. It's yeah. About time it yeah, we always <laughs> chop it up. I see him everywhere. We always talk. Me, him, his sister. You know, we had yeah. a great relationship, man. We stay in touch with each other, man. Give each other help, advice, prayer, prayer. Absolutely. A lot of prayer, Absolutely. though. Everybody yeah. need prayer. Everybody. <laughs> Hey, man, let's talk about this new project you got. Because since you left Saturday Night Live, man, you've been on TV, you've been doing movies. Now, this new Lionsgate horror comedy movie is called The Blackening. And in the movie, a group of black friends went on a Juneteenth weekend getaway <laughs> and got trapped in a cabin with a killer. And they forced yeah. to play a game called The Blackening to survive. So tell us more about the movie and your character, Sean. Oh, uh, well, you know, Sean is, uh, <laughs> with a movie, like you're saying, it is, <laughs> that is what it is. You got the group of friends that go out in their, um, <laughs> they're in this cabin in the woods. Totally, uh, totally regular for black people to be in the cabin in the woods, right? Totally regular yeah. for us to be in the woods. Um, <laughs> and then, um, you know, they find out that they're, you know, they're in a fight for their life. Um, they're in a fight for their life and they're all just trying to survive and get out without dying. And, you know, the tagline for the movie is, you know, you can't, you can't kill us first. You, you can't kill us all first. And so you can't. And, uh, <laughs> Sean, Sean is a bit, my character is a bit overzealous. You know what I mean? He's, um, <laughs> a bit too adventurous. I would like to say, I'm not like that in real life. I, I just, I, <laughs> as soon as I hear a squeak or something, I'm like, look, we ain't going there. Let, let's turn around. <laughs> yeah. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go to another state. I don't know. We heard this. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we heard Sean this. Sean uh, is in the, Sean is in the movie acting white. There you go. Hey, yep, <laughs> acting super Caucasian. That's exactly what happened. You happens. just in there curious. What is that? <laughs> Let's go. Super oh Caucasian. Yeah. yeah. Caucasian hey, with a cape. Yes, yes. Super Caucasian. <laughs> hey, bro, this, you got an all-black cast. Now, we know that yeah. black people are the first to die in the movie. So the whole right. twist about trying to stay alive. So in order to stay alive, everybody got to prove they prove their blackness to the killer. 
So how does this all play out in the movie, though, man? Can you give us any clue? We I can't. Go see? I, I can't give you too much. I can't give you too much because I'm like, man, I without giving uh, uh, without giving too much away. I can't give you too much without giving you too much away. But what I can say is, um, uh, it is an innovative. I can say it's an innovative idea that's never been uh, never been done before. And then you you know, uh, black people in this film, you know, we're we're shown from different um, different aspects. You know, we're not monoliths. So uh, there's there's all different types of black people from from every from everywhere. That um that story that stories haven't been told like they need to be told so I think this is a this movie is like a good corralling of that. I saw the trailer, Jay. It is so funny. So y'all are in the cabin, y'all playing spades. It is so funny how you all have to prove who is <laughs> the blackest. The blackest. <laughs> right. It's just an interesting. You cannot predict what's going to happen. That's what I no. love about this movie. It's very very funny from what I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like I'm saying, it's innovative and it's it's never this has never been done before, and I believe it's gonna set the precedent for like a lot of uh, black horror or black comedy well, comedy horrors in general coming out. But for us to be able to um, to shine like this in an all black cast, like it's just mm -hmm. you know it's just something it's something beautiful to be a part of. And, um, you know, the younger people that are looking at us, they're like, you know, I can do that, too. And that's and that is yeah. the biggest message, um, yeah. you know, that we can our voices can be heard and um, our, our voices need to be heard and they will be heard. Right. So. Hey, y'all, listen, uh, this this sounds like a winner. Call it and watch a trailer and everything. We excited about this. This movie premieres this Friday, everybody. You can get to the movies this Friday, June 16th, right in time for Juneteenth. Will all audiences be able to enjoy this movie, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, everybody. And this is a movie for everybody. Look, they had this, they had it playing at uh at the Toronto International Film Festival. And you know, that's Caucasian City right there. And all of yeah. the whole the whole theater was uh was cracking up and laughing. So I said, Oh, they have they have access to YouTube and uh social media. So they watch them, they see they see what we do, you know what I mean? We're getting out there. I, the word is getting out there, man. Uh, but everybody can enjoy it. It's not just it's not just a black film. Black people can be unapologetic in the theater. They can they can talk to the screen. They can they can yell out what not to do. It's really interactive. It's kind of like being in the metaverse. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would compare it to. Oh, okay. But right. everybody's gonna have a good time. Yeah. Well, Steve, next, hey, you you have me on something next. I promise you, in in person, I'm gonna do you to you. I got you down. <laughs> I got you. Down. All right, man. Hey, man, congratulations, Jay. The blackening is. In theaters nationwide this Friday, June 16th, just in time for Juneteenth. Jay Farrell, we love you, man. Congratulations, dog. Dude, love you too, man. Appreciate y'all. All right, coming up next, we'll tell you how to register to win a trip to Las Vegas to hang out with comedian Kevin Hart right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen up, Steve Harvey Nation. Kevin Hart is taking over Resorts World Las Vegas for Heartbeat Weekend, July 6th through the 9th, for four days of comedy and music with live performances by Kevin Hart, of course, J. Cole, Jack Harlow, Ludacris, and more. And you're going to love this part. We're giving away a pair of tickets to see Kevin live at Resorts World Theater on July 7th, including round-trip coach airfare and two nights 
accommodations at Resorts World Las Vegas. Enter now and get rules at steveharveyfm.com, sponsored by AEG Presents. That's steveharveyfm.com for all the info. That sounds like a fun show. Hey, hey, Steve. Speaking of Vegas, (laughs) speaking Mm -hmm. of Vegas, uh, we were all there when you retired from stand-up in Las Vegas. It was a sold-out show at the MGM Grand Arena. We remember it well. We ask you this all the time, but honestly, would you consider going back on stage just one more time? I mean, you got to miss some things about it, like the audience, being backstage. I miss being on stage, Mm -hmm. getting to laugh. I don't miss preparation. And I don't miss the three hours before showtime because it's just good. Want to get some good. of this, man? Come it's out here, good. man. Come on. Huh? But the only way I could do it is if I knew, if I knew, I was fitting to walk away from TV because uh-huh. I'm gonna be off TV right after this special. Because <laughs> you're gonna just say what you want to say. Why I just say no way. that? Why can't you control what you're going to say um, so you can keep mm-hmm. all you your empire? All well, you want to think about think about the great specials you've seen. When you see yeah. that white boy Bill Burr, you see mm-hmm. sheer greatness, man. Well, he yeah. can't handle no people. <laughs> when you look at Dave Chappelle, you see right. sheer greatness. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can't handle no TV show. Especially. Okay. Now, uh, Selective Outrage by Chris Rock was a yeah. great comedy special. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was But he was, he was right on the edge. Right mm-hmm. on the edge. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be on the edge. I want to be in the water. What? Over oh, you the edge? You just want to leap up. <laughs> you wanna yeah, I want to I want, I want, I do the jokes. That's really, really funny to me in my heart. Uh-huh. If I'm gonna do one more, it'll, it'll be the stuff that I really think is really, really funny in my heart, without reservations or feelings. So cancel okay. culture has really affected comedy. Yeah, in a great way. Yeah, yes. In a great way, that's and terrible. it's affected it to the well. I mean, everybody's feelings is hurt now. Yeah. You you can't make any type of statement anywhere without somebody. You know, man, I watched, and I sent it to Arsenio yesterday. I saw a clip popped up on my timeline when Arsenio was on his show. When we come back, I'll tell you about it. Okay. We'll be back with uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, uh, before we left for break, you were going to tell us about a clip you saw from um, Arsenio Hall. Yeah, you know, you know we were talking about, Carla said, has canceled culture really affected comedy and it has man because it's so pervasive now we live Mm -hmm. in a society where you have to agree with everything everybody says or else you're politically incorrect and that's not fair it's not fair that all of us have to agree with everything you choose as a lifestyle or what you choose as a decision to live your life or portray uh, different things, or just your view, whether it's religious, whether it's race, whether it's sexuality, whatever it is. Why is it that everybody has to agree with it because you've come to that conclusion? And if they voice their disapproval, just like you voice your approval and you want everybody's consent, everybody don't have to consent to that. And it's unfair. Yes, Carl. 
But I'm saying, though, for comedy on stage, you can have your views and opinions and you're not a comedian. You don't have to agree or disagree for whatever issues are out there. But I mean, for you and Tommy but that's, and Junior but on that's stage, what I'm saying. But listen your, to your what opinion. I'm saying. Okay. Listen to what I'm saying. Uh, your view, if your... our view yeah. from a comedic standpoint about mm. your race, your religion, your sexuality, your Whatever choices, your decision, or your political views. Now, all of a sudden, we got to get canceled because we find something you say funny or we use you mm -hmm. as the subject matter for the joke. Mm -hmm. and you That's crazy. Yeah, you used to say that all the time, Steve, when political correctness started. You know, it, it stems from there. First political correctness, now the whole I cancel saw culture. Yeah, I you, saw yeah, it. you did. Arsenio, I, I was watching a clip last night of Arsenio, and I sent it to him. And Arsenio was doing his show, and two gay guys representing the uh, gay community, and they yelled out to Arsenio, why don't you have any gays on your show? And Arsenio said, wait a minute, what? And the guy stood up in the back, just was doing a tape. He said, why don't you have any gays on your show? He said, well, we may have gays on my show, but they're not comfortable discussing their sexuality. Right. So in the 90s. they didn't bring it up. This was in the right. 90s, 90s, man. Yeah. And he talked about how you had Elton John right. on the show. And then he said, mm -hmm. and he rocked it. Mm -hmm. He said, but no, nah, man, don't, don't come for me like this. You think I'm Johnny Carson or somebody like I'm going to walk away? No, nah, man, I'm Cleveland. But the guy said, but you don't have any representation. He said, well, who you want on the show? Mm -hmm. And the guy named some dude that was obviously a gay guy. And Arsenio said, uh, he ain't interested. He said, I put people on the show that's interested. I don't, don't nobody even know him. He said, get you a show. And then he said, man, get you a show. This yeah. is my show. Right. He said, I have gay people on there all the time. We mm -hmm. just ain't talking about their sexuality. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the part of it, man, that, that gets to people. And I'm sorry that I'm using just gay as the example, but that was on the tape. It goes into everything. Your choice of religion. Your choice of... Hey, man, like I saw a clip. I saw this uh, Arab guy who was just dressed in a kandura and he had the headgear on. He walked into an all-black classroom and had a bag. And he took the bag and threw it. That whole room, that whole classroom got up and got out that door. Them black kids was rolling because the joke in it was because I'm dressed like this, and I got this bag in my hand, and I throw this bag. Everybody think it's a bomb. Exactly. Uh-huh. Now, now, people in the Arab community mad about that. Why are you perpetrating this stereotype? stereotype. Yeah. Which I get. But the mm -hmm. joke was, them damn black kids, they damn near beat him out the room. Look, man, those stereotypes, it's called comedy, man. I've been telling black jokes for years, white jokes for years. Now, all of a sudden, you can't say nothing about a group now because they offended. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you could say it. You, you just got to be more clever with it. It's teaching me to be more clever, but it's, you're still walking that line. You, that line is right there. See, Uncle Steve want to go over that line. <laughs> Coming up next, the nephew and today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, I stayed all night and heard everything. 
All right. Mm. We'll get into that. Find out what that's all about in just a few, because right now it is time for the nephew in the prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Well, Shirley, I'm I work here, but I, but on this prank, I work at the club. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> but I work at the strip club, mm-hmm. and, and I, you know, y'all wouldn't believe what my name is. My name is Thunderbolt. Hello, Thunderbolt. <laughs> and you scared of lightning. Mm. Yeah. Hey, right. hey, hey. Come on, Jim. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you just what? don't want to be uh, Thunder. What? I'm Thunderbolt. You know, not lightning. I'm Thunderbolt. Okay. Mm. And let me I'm, ask you a question. What do you think a Thunderbolt is? Uh, <laughs> you ain't think this prank out. <laughs> oh, your oh, name. But you know, name, name. I, I, uh-uh. you know what, though? You know what, though? Hold up, man. You know what? I forgot. My bad. My bad. What? Go ahead, say it. You're stupid. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Man, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my problem. I ain't know what to do. <laughs> the, name of, this, the name of this is Thunderbolt. Let's go to the club, cat dog. Let's put it out there. Let's go. Hello? Hey, man, let me hide. Uh, my speak tonight. not here. Who's calling? Hey, this is Thunderbolt from the club, man. Uh, what time she get in? Thunderbolt. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, this is Thunderbolt, man. What time she get in? What you mean? What time she get in? Uh, she ain't in here now, but you know, I mean, I. What you need? Hey, uh, I'm trying to just a fiance. I'm following up on. uh, I'm trying to actually get an address and stuff, man. She got me dancing this weekend on Saturday night, and uh, I want to see it. Make sure. I got the address and everything. Everything's still on. You know, I don't already gave my slot up at the club. She got you dancing. Say what now? What you mean she got you dancing? She asked me to do some male dancing on Saturday night, so I, I went on and took off at the club. And, uh, you know, she no, don't already got my, my girl ain't, she ain't had to do no male dancing. My girl, she, nah. My girl, she goes, she goes to school at, at, at night on weekends. So, you know, she, but nah, she ain't. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, Okay, who is this here? My name's David. David, my uh, fiance. What? Yeah, that's my girl. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Squeaky finna get married? Squeaky? What the squeaky? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, you, you. My girl named I'm David. Right, okay, that, that, that. That's squeaky. Squeaky finna get married. How you know my gal? You say you a dancer? I dance at man. I'm Thunderbolt. Yeah, but I'm, how do you know my gal? She come to the club on Saturday. She asked me about doing some dancing for this coming Saturday. So she already gave me half the money. She come to the club on, on Saturdays. No, nah, my gal, she, she go to school on Saturdays, man. She don't know. Homeboy, listen. I, first of all, I'm blown away by you trying to tell me Squeaky married. That that you got me really toe up with first that. Up, I don't know no no Squeaky. That's what we call her at the club, man. Hey man, look, I'm not finna get into all of that. What I'm really calling about is she got me working this weekend doing some dancing, and I'm trying to just make sure that we on for this weekend because I didn't get my spot up uh, at the club. You trying to tell me my girl hanging out at a buck naked club with dance? Man, Squeaky been coming up in there, man, for the last buck. Squeaky, she been there long enough to have nickname. Dog, I've been knowing Squeaky four, five years. Squeaky been coming. Man, this this Thunderbolt, me and Squeaky go way back. Oh, no, man. Well, we're going to handle when she get in here. So you can, you know, handle yours, however you got to handle it, talk to whoever you got to to get your little money or whatever. Or no, 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 no. Hold on, man. I can't know, get but, my but slot back, dog. Oh, hold on. Wait a minute, man. That, that's not hey, the stop. Hey, is you listening, man? I can't get my slot back at the club. Now, Squeaky got to give me the remaining balance, man, even if she ain't going to do it. I need my other remaining one. Balance, man. I can't finna give you the remaining balance of nothing. Hey, man, I need the rest of my money. money that, that she gave you. What so you saying? She ain't finna, you can just count that out. She ain't finna give you a thing. Hey, man, Thunderbolt going to get his money, man. I need my 150. Thunderbolt going to get his whooped. 
Well, then that's what you got to do, then that's what you got to do, man. That's, I tell you what. that's for Thunderbolt. But we ain't finna get no cash talking about calling and squeaky and all this whole I ain't, I ain't working for to give money away to some Thunderbolt Lightning or whatever. Hey, man, look, man, it's Thunderbolt. It ain't Lightning. It's Thunderbolt. Lightning worked on Wednesday night. This Thunderbolt. I don't know who you done talked to already about that, but you need to holler at them and don't be calling here asking my gal to give you some money. She ain't giving you because she don't make nothing. I'm coming over there now and get my money from Squeaky. I ain't, I ain't hearing this don't make nothing. Squeaky I make go- all the money around here, so I, you ain't finna get nothing from over here, partner, so you can wipe that out your mind. I'm coming over there to get my money from Squeaky today. You coming over here? I'm coming over there to get my money from Squeaky. So well, what? Man, look, man, I ain't got time to play. Come I done lost here. my slot at the club. See what you get. See if you get some money. Get your laid out. Thunder coming over there to get the rest of his Thunder, money. You better not bring your over here, because you come. Well, I tell you what. Bring your on over here, and I'm going to show you lightning. I ain't know you had got some money already for She riding here giving you money away. I'm struggling. I tell you what, you bring your over here if you want to and watch what go down. Hey, man, all I'm saying is I'm finna come over there and wait outside the house for Squeaky to get there to get the rest of my money. That's what I'm saying to you. You're going to come over and sit outside what? I'm finna come over there and wait outside for Squeaky to get there so I can get the rest hey, of my money. bring your over here and sit outside my house. That's what I'm finna do if that's what it takes for me to get my money from Squeaky. I tell you what, you bring your over here there and sit outside my house. And when you get your here, you blow the horn. That's what you do. You blow the horn so I can come out there and meet you and let you know what's going down. I'm going to bust your And when you get here, she can see your laid out like a mother. Come on over here and get your money. I'm going to get my money. All right, Squeaky owe me $150 and I'm going to come get it. I don't give a what she owe you. About $150, that's my she giving you. You ought to be happy with that. You want to come over here talking about you want some more money? You know, somebody owe Thunderbolt a hundred and fifty dollars, and Thunderbolt gonna get his money. Better try to go and dance at the club on on this weekend. Bring your over here. You will not be dancing at that. Talking about sitting outside of my house. Squeaky gonna give me my one fifty. You ain't even got nothing to do with this. No way. This transaction is between me and Squeaky. It ain't got nothing to do with you. No way. Hey, her name is and it's got everything to do with me. You call my house with this. Talking about she owe you some money and you. I'm just about nothing. Bring your on over here. I got your money. Come get your money. I got your money right here. I'm gonna be sitting out front waiting on you. Squeaky the one asked for me to dance Saturday night. Squeaky, I told her three hundred dollars plus tips. Now I ain't gonna get no tips. But I tell you what, I am gonna get my three hundred dollars though. I got one fifty and I'm gonna get the other one fifty when Squeaky get home. You ain't getting it from me. You gonna get your buses from me? I got one more thing I need to say to you. Would you listen to me? Hey man, what? I'm listening. I can hear you. What? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. Who? Who is this? <laughs> this is Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your homeboy. God. You need to quit. Boy, y'all play too much. That man, y'all had me hot round this. I'm putting on boots and <laughs> man. I got on gear. I'm finna go out here and squabble. I got pipes and bats. I'm finna go out here and spot a whoop man. <laughs> you all right, man? Y'all wrong. I'll be glad when somebody prank your Tommy. <laughs> I'm gonna get that Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Hey, man, Seriously. I got one more thing I gotta ask you, man. Whew. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Come on, y'all better give Thunderbolt some love up in here. Thunderbolt. Huh? <laughs> what? Hey, okay. what? What's wrong, Come Squeaky? Up with that name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, Thunderbolt will be at the New Jersey Pack Sunday night, baby. You don't want to miss it. The nephew coming to town. New Jersey Performing Arts Center. It is the Father's Day Comedy Jam with Earthquake in the building. Tickets are on sale right now. And laying in the cut, the 86, the 86 Conclave of Camp Alpha Cyber Training Incorporated, Tampa, Florida. I will be hosting the family outing open for everybody. That's right, Tampa Bay, Florida. The noops are coming to town. Hosting along with me is the beautiful. Hey, dog, so it's your Conclave. Y'all yes, having, having family day at the Conclave? Yes, we wow. do, brother. On the river walk. It's going to be outstanding. Wow. You want to come out there? You can hold them up for me. You can try them little jokes you scared mm. to do. We'll let you do it. <laughs> that will end his career. Oh, <laughs> Not the little joke. Oh, yeah. Oh, pop tingling in here. Oh, we got to get to the strawberry letter. <laughs> Coming up next, strawberry letter. Subject, I stayed all night and heard everything. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Uh, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I stayed all night and heard everything. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 29 years old and I'm divorced. I've been seeing a man from my past. We reunited after my divorce and he told me he was in a situation with a woman. After months of messing around with him, I found out he and this woman were a lot more serious than he said they were. So I let her know that we were messing around too, so she did not get too comfortable. She copped an attitude with me and she called me a side chick. Since she's not his wife, I figured he was fair game. So I am still messing with him too. She told our boyfriend that I called her and all he said was that I'm the number one woman in his life and I shouldn't even worry about her. But I was at his house Thursday night and we had taken a bubble bath and I was warming up food I brought over. We heard a car pull up and he said it was the other woman. He panicked and told me to go into his office, his home office, and lock the door and he'd get rid of her. First off, she had her own key and let herself in. He said, welcome home, and I heard them kissing. He asked her if she was hungry because he picked up food after the gym. He said he had just taken a hot bath because he was sore after his workout. She said that she'd been so she she'd been to happy hour and uh, she stopped by to do some freaky things to him before she went home. He tried to stop her, but he couldn't. They had the longest, loudest sex I had ever heard. I started to leave out of the room, but I did not feel like fighting a drunk woman. He knocked on the door to wake me up after she left. He said that I'm still number one, and he begged me not to dump him. She did come on real strong, and he did try to stop her. Should I let this slide or leave him alone? <laughs> what? <laughs> what in the world? <laughs> Girl, My come on now. Letter. Come on, sis. Come on now. <laughs> you got to stop. I mean, you were right there, locked up, 
in the closet in his home office. You heard everything. You said it was the longest, loudest sex you ever heard. You heard this with your own ears. What more do you need to hear? This man is having his way with the both of you, and, and you already knew this. I mean, you called him early on in the letter, our boyfriend. He's winning. He has absolutely no incentive to stop seeing the both of you. Uh, he's living his best life right now. Apparently, all he had to do was tell you that you're number one, and after that, he can do whatever he wants. <laughs> he can do it. You're not number one. These are just words that came out of his mouth. He didn't mean any of this. No one, especially a number one, would ever be treated like this. What are you talking about? And don't make excuses for him. She came on real strong, and he did try to stop her. He didn't try hard enough. I mean, they did what they did, okay? You heard it all. She has a key to his house when she came through the door. He said, welcome home. <laughs> and he tells you to lock yourself in the home office. <laughs> he had to wake you up because you fell asleep. <laughs> what is going on? Stop this madness, okay? Uh, it doesn't sound like you're number one to me or anyone else here, but it sure sounds like she is. Here's the deal. He's got two women. You're in a three-way relationship uh, or a thruple, if you will, and, and you're sharing a man. Is this what you want? I mean, what is your end game here? <laughs> what is it? Don't settle for this. This is craziness. Steve. <laughs> I got tired. Uh, about three quarters into the letter, I was just exhausted trying to keep up with, with all this ignorance. You're 29 and divorced. You're seeing a man from your past. We reunited after my divorce. Now, you in the uh, rebound stage. You want to still feel wanted like somebody wants you. So you go get somebody you had in the past. Now, he told you he was in a situation with a woman. He told you. Now, the fact that he don't tell you the extent, that ain't got nothing to do with it. He told you, I'm in a situation with a woman. After months of messing around with him, I found out that he and this woman were a lot more serious than he said they were. No, 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 no. He told you he in a situation with a woman. Now, you talking about you find out it's a lot more serious than he said. He told you. So now, you found out it's a lot more serious than he said they were. So, I let her know we were messing around, too. So she didn't get too comfortable. What? You thought that was a good idea? Wait a minute. This is how you think you secure a man? Call the other woman and tell her you messing around with him, too? That you think if you break them up, that's going to put y'all together? Is that what you thought? Are you kidding me? So then I told her not to get too comfortable. She copped the attitude with me and called me a side chick. Because that's what you are. And she know it. Since she's not his wife, I figured he was fair game. So I'm still messing with him. Okay. So you signed up for the bull crap. Hmm. Told you he was in a situation. You called a woman to tell her not to do comfortable, not to get too comfortable. She shocked you with the news. I am comfortable. You the side chick, baby, 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 relax. 
You're the other girl. Hold on. Hold on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up. At 23 minutes after the hour, today's Strawberry Letter subject, I stayed all night and heard everything. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Uh, I stayed all night and heard everything. Mm. 29-year-old divorced woman been seeing this man from a past he got together with after she got together with him after her divorce. He told this woman he was in a situation. True. Told After months of messing with him, she found out that this woman was a lot more serious than he said they were. No, no, no. He told you they was in a situation. So then I let her know that we were messing around too so she didn't get too comfortable. What? Wait a minute. You told her that you and this dude messing around too and her not to get too comfortable. She copped the attitude with me and told and called me a side chick. Well, you are. She knows it. And we're going to find out in the letter why you decide you. But you already decide you when he told you he was in a situation with a woman. You signed up for it anyway. You signed the agreement to be the side chick when he told you he was already with somebody. Since she's not his wife, I figured he was fair game, so I'm still messing with him. I can't tell you how many women lose out on that little thinking right there you doing. She told our boyfriend that I called her and all he said was, I'm number one woman in his life and I shouldn't worry about her. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask you something. When you was typing this letter, you ain't read none of it. Did you read you even you even capitalized the word our. She told our boyfriend I called her and he said I'm number one woman as I shouldn't even worry about her. Uh-oh, but then here go your problem. You was at his house Thursday night. Y'all had took a bubble bath, and you was warming up food that you bought over. We heard the car pull up. He said it was the other woman. Uh-oh, showtime. <laughs> now, this is why I call this showtime. Car pulled up. It's mm-hmm. the other woman. Right. Showtime. Mm-hmm. He panicked, told me to go into his home office and lock the door, and he'd get rid of her. What? He could tell you anything. You took your raggedy ass, <laughs> your side chick ass, in the office and Come locked on, the Steve. door yes. as yes. you was told to do. Yes, yes. First off, she had her own key and let her in, and he said, welcome home. Mm-hmm. Again. He told you to go in the home office, lock the door, be quiet, don't come out, shut up. She came in the door with a key. He said, welcome home. Your ass is a side chick. Oh, he's having fun. And I heard them kissing. He asked her if she was hungry because he picked up some food after the gym. That's the food you bought. My man. Right then and there, we unlocking the door. Y'all ain't eating the damn thing in here. All that PF chain, I bought all that in here. All them, no, that number seven, that's my favorite. You not getting that Mugu got pain. And keep your damn hands off that egg foo young. Ain't none of that, y'all. And I ask for extra rice. I get shrimp and beef. You not finna do that. <laughs> That's the food y'all picked up. He said he picked it up for Jim. He said he had just taken a hot bath because he was so after the workout. Y'all took a bubble bath together. <laughs> he done told her he just got out the bathtub because it's still steamy in there. 
She said she'd been to happy hour and stopped by to do some freaky things to him before she went home. Mm-hmm. Tried to stop her, but he couldn't. Did he not? <laughs> right. Not hard enough. Stop. Stop. Uh-uh. I don't want to. <laughs> Kissing stop me. Doing that. Stop doing that. Get up. <laughs> Get up. What you, you know, girl, stop. Get up. <laughs> Don't do that. Get up, baby. Come on now. Don't do that. Mm. Get a pillow. Go, go, go. I'm what? sorry. Stop. Stop. Don't do that. Get up off. Don't get up off your knee. Get up. Go get, go get a pillow. Hold up. Well, I'm sorry. Stop. What? How hard did he try to stop? Not very hard. <laughs> they had the longest loudest sex I have ever heard. Homeboy was in there trying not to. But something told him to go ahead. Mm -hmm. They had the longest loudest sex I have ever heard. Ever. That's why she got a key. That's why he said welcome home. Because it's the loudest longest sex. Your sex is quiet and short. Her sex is long and loud. You in that old you 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 baby sex? You ooh, 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 okay, okay? She's what, Steve? You be you baby sex? You good? You good? I'm good. Bye. No, no, they in there. No, you better hold up. What you doing to me? I didn't feel like I started to leave out the room, but I ain't feel like fighting a drunk woman. He knocked on the door to wake me up after she left. He said, I'm comments on today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand on the free iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, it is Junior and Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? You yeah, okay? sure. Yeah, you right? yeah, sure. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, first of all, the Heat lose. Mm-hmm. Denver's the champions. Congratulations to the Nuggets. Yeah. Case they first won. I understand that. But the problem I have is the Heat lost. And now I find out today that I ain't getting nothing for Father's Day. There's a lot of pressure right now. Okay. <laughs> The stuff I had prepared for Sunday, I'm not going to get. Okay? First of all, I hired this caterer. Okay? Uh-huh. Got him coming. I've got the Happy Father's Day banner I'm hanging up today. And now I've got it for yourself. Yeah. Because it's my first one. Why would I not celebrate my first Father's Day? What y'all talking about? And then y'all just tell me, ain't nobody coming? Ain't nobody. From no. out of town? Yeah. Why not? It's Hold not on. that kind of holiday. Jimmy. Wait a minute. Hold on. I realized that I married into a family, and I realized when them kids needed advice, I was there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When they needed money, I was there. Okay? Mm-hmm. See, yeah. I did it. And not only that, the grandchildren ain't coming because I'm a grandfather as well. See, there's a lot of things Ooh. happening in my life right now, and that's why I don't understand how y'all going to tell me that I'm not getting nothing and the heat lose. Okay, I'm having a problem right now. Well, we're going to have to tell you nothing in a minute. Cause he gonna see it. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> in just a few days, you can see yeah. it. Feel it and see it. Oh, yeah, on Monday. Yeah, on Monday we'll be discussing the gifts you didn't get <laughs> that you wanted. See? <laughs> see, y'all are so perfect. Y'all like crushing my feelings. Y'all like doing this. That was y'all well, what like you want us to do with your little feelings? What you want us to do with them? Well, first of all, those would be yours. I'm not little feelings. I have feelings. 
Okay. Well, uh, no. All I know. <laughs> nah. No. No. Yeah. You got a little I'm feeling right now. No. I don't know what you want. And you in them. Okay. Well, you're not getting the damn thing for Father's Day and welcome to the club. I didn't know you got something. Just like he's throwing his own party. Go buy yourself something. Go out there and get yourself something. Wow, Tommy. Wrap it up. Wrap it up and then open it up and find out what you gave yourself. Go ahead. Wow. I can't believe y'all. I can't believe y'all right now. Let, let's go around the room. Junior, what kind of gift? What do you want for Father's Day? A car. Oh, a car. Next. Okay, Tommy, that's not going to happen. Okay. Father's Day. I asked for three of those uh, those those new track suits everybody wearing. I asked for three of them. We'll see if I can get them. Okay. You're getting okay. some right Junior. See how that goes? Not a card, but a card. That's what yeah. you're getting, Junior. <laughs> Put that D okay. on it, Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> what you want, Steve? Steve. Oh, I don't want nothing. I, I, I stopped wearing stuff a long time ago. I know I'm <laughs> Your feelings have been hurt. You yeah, really have low that. expectations. Oh, no, no, no. no I'm having dinner with my wife. That's it. I ain't finna be nothing else. No. Okay. Wow. Ragged ass kids of mine. Oh, whatever. <laughs> what in the world? You know, that old excuse. You got everything, Daddy. We don't know what to get you. Well, think of something. Damn. <laughs> All right. But it's cool. Coming up at the top of the hour, a man lost a, a, a cap on a front tooth before his wedding and his fiance is freaking out. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. So this one is from Bride to Be in Arkansas. She says, I'm engaged to a great man. And two years ago, he had a really bad car accident that chipped his two front teeth. The cap on one of his front teeth popped off recently and broke. So his dentist had to order a new cap. And we were told it could take up to six weeks to come in. We're getting married July 1st. And my fiance will not wear a temporary flipper tooth for the wedding. I don't want his chipped tooth smile on my wedding pictures. Should I postpone everything for now, or am I supposed to act like this is just no big deal? <laughs> the homeboy going to have to put that little fake uh, thing in there. Now, I got a partner that had his tooth chip, uh-huh. and uh, they made him one, but it was a little bit longer than the other one. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Boy, wow. let me tell you how hard we was laughing. Because <laughs> he, he told us about it, and then Cliff said, hey, man, do me a favor. Put it in. Uh-huh. <laughs> he went in the house and put it in. And boy, let me tell you something. He wanted to, he wanted to whip our ass. We were stretched out in the dirt laughing. I laid down next to the truck in the dirt, stretched out laughing. He had a tooth longer than the other one. Boy, I was screaming. I was screaming. Some so yeah, friend. man, you need to get that. You need to get that tooth put in there. You need to get that. And if mm. I don't know how you postpone a whole wedding. Yeah, with Over all the planning it takes. I don't yeah. know how you do that, and it's July first. That ain't long. <laughs> you need a better dentist, though. You ought to be able to get something quicker. Yeah, like six Tommy. weeks, man. You can get something tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, that's a long. He's gonna have to pay a little extra down. money, but we're gonna go. I got to get this front tooth. Yeah, yeah. 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 this is Imagine the pictures. Got to get this thick. We're real quick. All right. We're gonna be. We're gonna be into that. I think that could be my thought with his wife. Love, honor, respect. Yep. All right, we have we have time for one more, Steve. Uh, this is from K 
KK in New Jersey. KK says, I'm an executive assistant for a media personality, and her son and I work closely together. I'm 36, and he's 27 years old. We started messing around when we traveled together. Long days uh, led to sleepless nights and crazy sex with this younger man. Now I'm pregnant, and he's very happy about it, but I'm afraid I'll lose my job when I tell my boss. Her son thinks she won't care that we're having a baby together. Should I tell her I'm pregnant, but wait to say who the daddy is girl this she gonna beat your ass no <laughs> our boss oh no oh, oh. yeah you lost your job oh. Michelle. <laughs> oh you 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 oh yeah, she's lost her job mm. yeah you can kiss this job goodbye yeah. this young boy oh, no. this young boy's just he got you all messed up. You see, you're an old fool, and you done got pregnant. As old as you are, don't you know that if you do that with no protection, that you will get pregnant? Yes. That didn't cross your mind. Reckless. You stupid. I don't know what to tell you, lady. I can't help you. But that lady right there, when she find out, it's going to be a problem. And it's not because you did something on the job. It's because it's her son. Mm -hmm. It's because it's her baby. So now your old cougar behind going to trap my boy and you know how to get pregnant. How old is and this lady? Does she she's say 36 and the and the son is 27. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm Y'all all is you? gone. Oh, oh, just, oh. You might as well just figure out what order you want to do it in. You want to tell her you pregnant, and then it's about a boy, and then y'all want to hold hands and go sit with her at the table and tell her how y'all want to do it. Y'all want to do it this Father's Day? Because that's what he fit to do. <laughs> and this is it's her boss's grandson, too, or grandchild. Yeah, that's a Wait lot. Wait a minute. The it's other her thing. boss's. Oh, that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a mess. Yes. Yeah. Right there. And yeah, you know, messed up mess. your money. Yeah. You <laughs> gotta take job. care of this baby. Yeah, this this is a mess. All right. Um whew. coming up at uh, twenty minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey morning show. We're just gonna move on right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey morning show. Steve, it's Wellness Wednesday, and we found this video on TikTok from D. Wittet. Um, she recently tried your Elevate You chocolate powder for the first time. Now listen to her testimony. Take a listen to this. Here we go. Doing this on, I'm doing this raw. Like, I haven't tasted this. I just shook it up. I don't know if I did six or eight ounces or 10 or 12 ounces. I just know I put it in my, um, what is this thing called? My cup he gave me. This is the cup. The cup, whatever you call the cup. Smells chocolatey. I can smell vegetables too. Yeah, okay, here we go. Mm. That tastes like a Yoohoo, Steve. Come on, Mr. Harvey. This is actually good, and I don't do stuff like this. I'm not a healthy person. I'm trying to. This is why I bought your, your, your drink. Oh my gosh, this is good. Mm. And it's not gritty. And I didn't really shake it up super, super good because I'm in the car. But this is really good. Okay, I'm about to elevate. <laughs> I'm about to elevate. Thanks. 
better watch that big truck that just passed by. That was pretty good, though. Very cute. That was Very pretty good. Cute. How cute was that? Okay, I'm about to elevate. It is. It isn't gritty. That's the first time. It does taste like a Yahoo. If I mm. thought about it, you remember that chocolate drink? You yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yahoo. Yahoo. Yeah. Yahoo is the website. Yeah. 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 You know whatever. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you very much. Elevate you. Wow. Nice. It's going to go to elevateyou.com. Elevate you, L apostrophe E V A T E U.com. Get yours today. All right. We got more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. We will play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now, guys, for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather change one thing on your face? Or would you rather change one thing on your body? Oh, my face is fine. Yeah. What? Tell them sexy. What? <laughs> what you say, cute. good looking? My face, my face is fine. Ain't nothing wrong. Okay. Well, there ain't no need of trying to fix one thing. Because then, yeah, what we left with? What you going to do about the other four things? What did you going to fix? Ain't no need what did you going to fix? Your face or something well, on your body? Which one? I'll fix something on my body. But before I do that, what you going to fix on your body? <laughs> can't get off of that. I have oh. a couple of ideas for you. <laughs> Not suggestions. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me hear. Go on, let me hear. What, you, what would you change about me? If I yeah, let me hear you, your suggestions. I'd change them. I'd lengthen them short-ass legs. <laughs> I'd do that. For starters. <laughs> and then what's next, huh? What's next? No, that's just all we got to do. You know, he now, What would you fix, fix on face. Junior's body? Well, I don't know if I'd fix it on his body, Tommy, but I would yeah. I would have him consider either removing his hairline. <laughs> I would just get rid of the hairline because we need to stop. We need to stop that because it's back there by his head sets right now. That's all I'd change about Junior. Junior needs to just stop. Stop having this hairline. Okay. It's just, it's just, it's not receding anymore. It's mm-hmm. actually marching. <laughs> all right. Would you rather have all of your teeth pointy or would you rather have a corn on each toe? All of your teeth pointy or a coin, corn on each toe? I'm going to take them corns. Corn. Yeah, yeah, you ain't gonna like them corns because that's but, gonna be hell to walk in. Mm-hmm. But you, but you, but them little sharp ass teeth. <laughs> Jaws? No, yeah. we're not gonna do that. No, you smile and look like a little evil ass lizard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather have a spouse that cooks every day, a spouse that cooks every day, or would you have rather have a spouse that wants sex every day? I'm B. You want sex every day, Junior? Every, every day. I, okay. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Have a wife that cooks oh, every no. day or have sex every day? Sex every day. Yeah. Man, the hell with yeah, that I want, food. I want her to that have food ain't that I want her to want to have sex every day so she can feel like, so she can feel what it feel like get turned down. What <laughs> <laughs> mm. you going to say? Not today. I'm not in the mood. I got a headache. What you going to tell her? I want you to see how that feels. <laughs> what I'm you not doing? Stop. <laughs> right now, I'm sleepy. Okay. Right. <laughs> you were sleepy uh, last night too. Okay. 
Yeah. And the night before last. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. That's today's round of Would You Rather. We'll be back to close out the show with some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, guys. Our last break of the day on this Wednesday hump day. Now, if you missed your favorite part of today's show, you can always catch us up. Catch up with the Steve Harvey Morning Show on demand on the free iHeartRadio app, okay? Yes, That's how you do that. Mm-hmm. Get it right now. Mm-hmm. Download it. Let's go. Get it. Hey, Steve, before uh, you get to your closing, or we... We have one more would you rather for you, a couple more maybe. Uh, would you rather have five small homes in different cities or just a big mansion in L.A.? Five small homes in different cities or a mansion in L.A.? Would you rather? Which one? Mm. Mm. Think about it. Mm. Mm. Come on, fellas. Mm. Are they tiny homes? Small homes. Just... Small, small homes. Not tiny. Small. Yeah. small. I'm going to take the I'm going to be in L.A. I'm in the big in mansion. mansion in LA. Yeah. Junior? I'm going to take the five home. Yeah. Five yeah. small homes in different yeah. cities? Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. I ain't never had five nothing. So I got to take the five home. <laughs> All right. Real estate. <laughs> Talk about elevate you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Big dog. Someone who's done this probably already. No, I'm yes. take the mansion in LA. Mm hmm. Okay. And, and okay. All right. Why? Because that small home, they going That's a sidewalk in front of your house. That can't happen. Oh yeah, you way uh-huh. too famous for that. Yeah. Ding dong, Steve Hill. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing, Steve? What? No man. Uh. Uh-uh. You can't do it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> sidewalk mailman. I ain't never seen the damn mailman. Also, <laughs> Oh, throwing really? paper up on your tree lawn and stuff. Right. <laughs> but you'd have probably witness nice on Saturday. nicer neighbors than you have right now. <laughs> I don't even know my damn neighbors. You know that one lady. How far no, is a neighbor from you? other house. Yeah, how far uh, is a neighbor from you, huh? Just your next door. Can you see their house? From your house? Probably with some <laughs> binoculars, huh? All right, last no, one. <laughs> Would you rather be on Forbes' wealthiest list Forbes' wealthiest list, or would you rather be on GQ's most fashionable list? Forbes, hell. Mm. Forbes. Forbes. Mm. Forbes. I can't mm. damn about no damn GQ. But you. Sitting up there with that nice ass outfit on, broke as hell. Uh-uh. <laughs> hell no. I spent your last on that bag and all this here. Uh-uh. No, no. Be on, be on that Forbes list dressed just like Bill Gates. Like he ain't, like he ain't got a damn job. Mm, Bill Gates dressed like he shopped right out of Ross. He ain't even in Walmart. He just at Ross. TJ Maxx buying stuff up. He be wearing Dockers. I be going, dog. What? That's how he keeps his money. No, but see, that ain't no. No. What do you mean that's how you, you keep he, your money? Oh, maybe he doesn't, doesn't spend a lot. Yeah, to him. Yeah, he doesn't spend a lot. Shoes, he doesn't spend a lot. Yeah, no, that's imp- that. clothes is important to me. Yeah, to right, you. That's what I said yeah, to him, to, you. to Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. It's not. If, obviously, it's not. <laughs> well, then why don't you want to be on GQ's most fashionable list then? Because you compared it to money. Because you, yeah, you said, <laughs> would you rather? Uh-huh. Okay. What is I'm gonna be on? If I can be on Forbes' richest list, what is you uh-huh. talking about? 
Yeah, I'm gonna be on that list. And then you once I get on that list, y'all can just watch the show after that. <laughs> what is gonna yeah. happen? Ooh, I ain't no telling. <laughs> Steve just out here clowning. <laughs> Will you have on clothes at all? <laughs> Maybe that oh, should yeah, be the question. I'm having clothes. I'm what? Yeah. Would, would you, you even speak wear? to us again? Would you talk to us? Would we, oh, y'all, y'all go. Y'all can, y'all can immediately delete my contact. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Y'all might as well just go on just for money and go and write yourself a little tell-all book. <laughs> <laughs> all y'all have on this comments, all Steve's comments he done made on all commercial breaks <laughs> since 2000. <laughs> Would that sell? That'd be a hell of a read, boy. <laughs> he said, what? Go to page 85. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, because people ask us all the time, what is it like to work with Steve? What is it like? Uh, crazy. Yes. Yes, yeah. He is crazy. Uh, for yeah. sure. Uh, you know, I try to be I try to be kind, though. You know, I try to be, I try to yeah. impart the things I've learned, you know. I'm older than everybody on the show, you know. I've been at this longer than everybody on the show, so... I'm the elder statesman over here, so you know. Yeah, we I listen try to, to you. Oh, we, we receive it. Yeah, you yes. do, man. You do impart Absolutely. lots of wisdom uh, every day. Y'all listen sometimes. When don't we Wait, listen? What? Give us when an example. Don't oh, we oh, are you talking about someone specific on the show who doesn't listen to you? When? Oh, I, each one of y'all has taken a pass. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? Yeah. Uh, but tell Shirley us. really don't do a damn thing. <laughs> Shirley don't do a damn thing I tell her to do. It's like just talking to a damn brick wall. Oh, my mother used to tell me that all the time. I'm sitting over there all the 23 years sitting next to me. Ain't done a damn thing I said to I forgot, Steve. Matter of fact, she can ask Shirley, name one piece of advice I've given her that she followed. One. Just one. Okay, Shirley, name one piece of advice that Steve has given you that you she followed. Can't. Everything that he's ever told me, I followed. Just a Everything. damn lie. Name Everything. any one of them. Any one um, of them. The one that pop- popped into my head immediately was uh, commit. Be committed to what you're doing. You told me that. Mm. I'm yeah. committed. You told me that. Balls I'm, back in you your You think court. I don't listen? Yeah, uh-huh. I listen to everything you say. Uh-huh. You're very smart, very wise. And very rich, all of you. <laughs> mm, That's no, why no. I listen. <laughs> Jesus, help me, Father. <laughs> well, y'all have a great day. <laughs> Talk to God. Talk to God. He'd absolutely love to hear from you. Yes, he would. Mm-hmm. Y'all stay in peace. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? 
With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. What kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow, we're way too high and here comes the drop kind of fun. The make a splash all summer kind of fun. The I can't believe I ate that whole funnel cake. Let's get another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find for the fun of it kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun season. Kings Island is now open on weekends. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.